Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the HGO Podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Ethan, and joining me, as always, are my good friends, Kyle. Hello. And Hunter, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just swell. You don't have to lie to us, Hunter. You can say that you've been bad. You can say that. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to keep up the bit this week. (laughs) The circumstances of the past couple of days have been hilarious. Um, Mm Mm-hmm power lines came down around my house because there was a bunch of heavy wind on Thursday night or Friday morning, depending on your opinion of how time works. The, the, uh, a storm was a-brewing, and so if you're wondering why yeah. Hunter looks like he's in a cave and sounds like he's in a cave, that is because he is not. He's, he's on location. Cave. He's on location. So, uh, apologies. Yeah. But uh, we're just glad that he's here, that he's alive, mm. that uh, he didn't take the same fate as his car. Uh, <laughs> how... Oh yeah, my car's my back God. window got busted. Yeah, you've Sedge. had a... you've <laughs> had better days. You've had better days. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a good. stark contrast to the last weekend I went. I had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, I if you're wondering. What's wrong with me? I've uh, got a frog in my throat, so if my voice sounds a bit hoarse or whatever, I don't know why my voice has just been a bit shit this week. So that's why that's like that. You got any problems with you, Kyle, that we need to discuss? Uh, my video listeners, my webcam may or may not be darker from last week. <laughs> Mine's yeah, got I logged into well. Discord, and Ethan and I were like, something's tough with your webcam. And I tried, I marked around with some settings, and I don't know if I fixed it or not. Who knows? How you like? left a light off or something i don't who know who knows i have yeah i have record i, I, I just click like, the buttons i don't know what they do like i say recommend get a ring light guys get a ring light you don't have to be <laughs> uh you don't have to be uh you don't have to wear makeup or you don't have to be a big time streamer to have one of these ten dollar like lights that you just shine on your face and blind yourself with every week it's great it's great fun um but now you're I gonna have to have a place on my desk for a ring light that's mostly the issue Mine's got like a little clip that you just like clip on to the desk, and then oh. it just like it's weird. You can you can find any that suit you. Who knows? I don't. I don't know your desk that well. Um, but you're gonna have to bear with us slightly. Well, first, so, its name is Jimmy. Ah, hi, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's gonna be it's funny because as soon as the games start releasing, you know, we've got this week with uh, Armored Core. You've got next week with Sea of Stars. Uh, and Starfield Early Access, following week Starfield for real this time, Baldur's Gate 3 coming to PlayStation, and it's just the list goes on and on and on for the next couple of weeks we've got a long Mario, trail ahead Spider-Man, of us Spider-Man, Assassin's uh, Creed Assassin's Creed is a good franchise you've got so much stuff coming out that it's just like, of course of course this is when Hunter has to have his power cut completely and his car smashed to pieces. This is, of course, when <laughs> I decide is the perfect time to go on holiday and Kyle has to sit here and uh, take over the show. So it's going to be a great fun few weeks. <laughs> so buckle in, buckaroos. We are going to have a blast. Like, but, damn yeah. it, Kyle actually has to play video games for this podcast now. Not only does Kyle have to p- play video games, but he also has to pay attention because he's going to be doing the maneuvering of the show for the most part. So... It's going to be a fun few weeks for Kyle, especially. But yeah, if you're new here, welcome on in. Uh, this is the HGO Podcast. We're here every Monday around 5 p.m. UK time, 12 p.m. Eastern on YouTube and podcast services around the globe. Uh, yeah, bit of housekeeping. Obviously, Hunter's rain code review is up on YouTube.com forward slash games only if you want to go check that out. Uh, we would appreciate it. Um, we don't have any reviews really scheduled at the moment, but they will come out when they get done and if we are covering them. You'll find out here first, I guess. 
but yeah there's gonna be a there's gonna be a whole like uh snowball effect of reviews coming out eventually as we get deeper and deeper into this holiday season i guess because there will be plenty of games we're gonna have to cover we're gonna have to do it guys we're just gonna have to but it'll be fun there's no other option apparently there's no other option so um if you do want to see all those make sure you subscribe on youtube.com forward slash hot gamers only thank you very much appreciate it um can we get to 300 subs before halloween let's find out let's just do that Woo! what will we do this halloween who knows i don't uh we'll have to find out i don't out. know but i already ordered my costume so i can't promise any incentive there i can't promise one for me either i sorted mine out like two months ago i just got in front of it yeah. I, I was just like you know i just had an idea and i was like it doesn't cost a hundred dollars or whatever ridiculous amount of money i've spent the last couple of years and also it's stuff that i could kind of wear in my free time so i was like we're gonna go with that one so you gotta catch up you, kyle apparently we're, we're you guys are we're way ahead of the bell curve i was lying in bed last night i'm like oh hey halloween's coming up i should figure that out Hell yeah, you should. Well, you, a lot of times I'll go and, like, when it gets to, like, middle of September, I'll be thinking about it, and then it will be like, oh, costume websites be like, oh, it takes four weeks to make it, and then another week to ship it to you, and I'm like, oh, sad. Yeah, for me, most of the time, it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to take two months, so I have to think ahead, and this time I was like, no, I'm going to make my own from home, kind of, because it was a more casual yeah. thing, so I'm sorry, guys, if you were expecting me in a anime costume for the third year in a row you're gonna be disappointed i'm sorry i just my self-confidence is not the highest this year so we're just gonna have to move <laughs> on <laughs> it's not that it's too much money it's too much money and i think every year it's just more and more questionable to my friends and family around me every year we're just <laughs> gonna have to we'll take a year break we'll come back better than ever next year you're just gonna have to believe me <laughs> Uh, but no, this week, we're, t- we're talking so much shit. Armored Core's out. We're going to talk Armored Core. That's happening this week. Cal's been playing it. We're going to discuss all about it, give our first impressions and whatnot. We're going to talk about Opening Night Live, some of the little tidbits that came out, uh, little fun things that we can talk about there. Uh, I played a lot of Resident Evil 4. We'll talk all about the Lung. Hunter's got some Iron Lung impressions, not to do with the power cut. He's played a video game, and uh, he's yeah. fine. <laughs> audio listeners he's fine he's not injured he he was doing a bit of an iron lung pose earlier when he was like lying on the couch like that but you know other than that i need spinal fine. support <laughs> <laughs> i can't lean back my earphones aren't that long oh right. boo-hoo. He needs i actually the iron haven't spine i actually haven't tested how long my spine. headphones are either that might be a problem we'll, we'll that will work that through anyway uh it'll be fine it'll be fine so yeah we've got plenty to talk about this week uh so yeah buckle in and like i say it's a busy few weeks so if you're here follow us on your favorite pocket services subscribe like leave some feedback we'd appreciate it all and if you have any questions about any games that are coming up in the next couple of weeks hotgamesonly at gmail.com you can use that if you're archaic if you're over the age of 30 and like to email go and do that that'd be great thank you um if you're a reviewer send us a copy where's my copy of starfield i have shilled this game for two years where's my copy todd you fucking reviewer don't you mean if you're a publisher if you're a publisher no if you're a reviewer send me your copy (laughs) send me your code code so we can make a review and not for your outlet yeah that'd be great you can publish it on your outlet too i just want to play starfield thank you syndicated review content I'm not, I'm not picky. I'm not picky at all. Uh, anyway, Kyle. What's up? You've been playing Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon, I, I believe. Big, 
big robot game it is finally a big came robot out. Game. It's a big robot game in many ways. It is about big robots. It's done pretty well on Steam. I think it's turned out that at this point, people will just buy a FromSoft game for being oh, yeah. a FromSoft game, which I'm pretty... Let's be real. There's, there are plenty of developers... Just on recognition alone, yeah. yeah. There's plenty of developers that have that kind of fan base that don't deserve it. And I think, let's be real here, I think From kind of deserves it with their track record of... they. I'm like, oh, 200,000 people are playing Armor Core on Steam kind of deserved with their prior track record yeah. they never miss yeah. so. i mean I, I like it when developers that do this are actually doing something that's like from software is doing things that are different than the typical triple a do whatever you want kind of thing so having people that'll show up for it to let them it's like why i think that it's cool that kojima can do all the weird stuff that he does mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's also nice that with Armored Core, it's not just Dark Souls, but with robots, it does feel like its own unique thing, like completely removed from any Soulsborne-esque kind of gameplay loop. And I guess that was the first question that I kind of had going into it was, I feel like there was this big debate online, for a little while anyway, that was kind of going along the lines of, okay, Armored Core 6, obviously, for those who, for those people who have played Dark Souls that don't know about Armored Core, because you could have literally have played the entirety of the Dark Souls franchise and never even heard of Armored Core, because I feel like the last one was like, what, 2010? Like, really, a long <laughs> time ago. When was Armored Core 5? uh i'll do a little check sure. it was like in the ps3 era i think but it was 100 percent. i can't remember if it was between dark souls 1 and 2 or if it was before dark souls 1 i feel like it was a long long time ago uh, armor Rick- core 5 was 2012 okay so it was wow. just on that cusp of last at the end of the last of the last last generation God, it's not even last generation anymore anyway <laughs> so yeah it's been a long time. There's been a whole Souls franchise between it. And I think a lot of the discourse and discussion beforehand was, is this going to be a Armored Core game or is it going to be a kind of Dark Souls with mechs? And I feel like me, like I've always been like, they'll obviously take influence. There's a lot of Armored Core influence in Dark Souls. So it's like, there's going to be that back and forth, but it's got to be an Armored Core. Like it's going to be a mech or ass mecha game. And is it a mech or ass mecha game, Kyle? Is I guess the biggest yes. question. It's pretty mecha. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so how much have you played of it? Um, according to the PlayStation, I've played six hours, and that's 40% of the game done. And remember, guys, that is via the PlayStation, so that means he could either have Which played two hours or 16 as well. It could be anything. Yeah. Like You never know. <laughs> I was looking at, we'll talk about Resident Evil 4 later, but it says on my PlayStation time that it's like, you've spent 55 hours. And then I go in the in-game timer and I've spent 72. And it's like, where well, that discrepancy is pretty big. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know what happened there. So many, but you missed a couple. Um, but yeah, so you've, you've, you've played quite a bit of it. And I guess, mm-hmm. you know, you've had an interesting experience with Souls. You've played Bloodborne, you've played Elden Ring. This is your first Armored Core game, I assume. Correct. How are you feeling? I'm enjoying this game. Um, it has an interesting gameplay loop where everything is mission select based. It's not open world or any kind of free roaming overworld to go through. Mm-hmm. It's just you go and you, basically you run a mission, complete it, you get credits, and all those credits go to buying parts to upgrade your mech, and then you just keep moving on in that kind of in that sort of a loop. Mm-hmm. It's neat. It's very much from the looks of it, like, 
if you are a if you are a fan of mechs and you're like you're a fan of kind of <clears throat> customizing your kit and your loadout and kind of getting extremely nitty gritty like i have seen people who are like they get into the there's people making like you know not just from a customization <laughs> point of view you know you've i've already seen some crazy mechs that people have built i've already seen that people have fucking modded in like character models to stick on top of mechs we've already seen that i saw i saw an among us yeah on um i saw a mech with a tramp stamp earlier i saw i saw a couple of gta memes you know they are shit here we go again i saw them they just imported the model straight into the game so it's just him with his arms like this t-posing flying across the land um, I saw one that was a Kirby going mouthful mode on, oh, on the back. <laughs> That'd be really funny if someone can make Kirby like I just yeah Kirby is a fridge. Just like I just want fridge Kirby that's dominating the land. That'd be pretty sick. But you know, <laughs> not only does it have like that kind of customization in terms of personalization and that kind of stuff, but it very much is kind of it kind of has that kind of I don't want to say well I do want to say complexity to it where it's like kind of takes the kind of like build mentality of something like a souls where you know it's like which mm-hmm. build are you going for and it's kind of it you kind of have that kind of same thing but with big ass fucking mechs it's like heavy weapons and speed and all these kind of other you know kind of crazy mechanics where it's like from someone who's me who's a layman to these kind of things to me it just looks like someone's fucking flying around just shooting shit like it just looks like oh yeah. look at me i'm big rope when like looking at the actual nitty-gritty of it it does seem like a very complex system a very kind of intricate little bit of game design where i'm like that's sick it bore me to death because i have a simple simple brain but i can appreciate it it looks pretty cool i mean it is like the the robot building is super in-depth with what you can do with this game and i know that that is solely for the fact that uh, once you're done with this game there's probably no post game and the only post game is playing pvp pvp online Oh, this game has PvP. I don't know because of course like, it does. Days, I suspect it might be short enough to where it might encourage you to just play again. Yeah, that I've, too. I've heard it's around twenty hours or so. Is the idea? Yeah, of the kind 15, of 20. that Miyazaki has kind of suggested, which is like kind of crazy, right? Because it's like if there's one thing Souls fans love, it's replaying those games over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's like people can beat Dark Souls in a couple of hours. Like your first playthrough takes you fifty, hundred hours most people like will just play it for fun and just beat it in an afternoon do it in like two or three right and i can 100 see this being the same kind of thing where it's like yeah 20 hour first playthrough people are going to you're going to see some crazy stuff in the next like month or two where people just crank this shit out in like an hour and a half two hours mm. and just go crazy with it <laughs> which i'm sure they'll enjoy because they're all so they're all fucking psychos and they'll just do that for fun mm. but mm. um and it also helps that the missions aren't very long mm. like I feel like they never run further than 15 minutes. Which is so good. That's a good It's length. very digestible for like short burst gameplay. Mm-hmm. But now, I guess my big question is, because I've heard a lot of people, how difficult are you finding it? Because I've seen that a lot of people, some people are having, uh, some people are going, oh, this is surprisingly challenging. Some people are crying. Some people, you know, it's the same. It's the same mixed emotions that every Souls, right like every FromSoft uh, game ever gets. Right. It's not the same guy started. Reaction. I saw one of a guy being like, "I smashed a PlayStation Five controller, and I'm never buying FromSoft game again, <laughs> no matter how cool I think it'll be." I'm like, "Wow, this guy's having a normal one." Yeah. Right, to, him, I, to him, I'll say, "I'll see you on the Shadows of the Earth Tree DLC launch day because I know you'll be back because we're all." 
suckers. That's yeah. the thing is, yeah. I didn't. Partic- <laughs> I I have a complicated relationship with Elden Ring where I love parts of it and I don't love other parts of it. If you think I'm going to be an idiot and not play the DLC, of course I'm going to play the DLC. I'm a psycho. I'll get that fear of missing out and buy it because I'm a fucking idiot. But you know, it's like, that's what we do. We rage. We rec- rec- about you, Kyle? Are you going to play the DLC? What's up? Are you going to play the other DLC? Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. Depends on when it comes out. It'll be next year. That's that's the, 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 the no. I don't know what next year looks like. Well, but no. Just a lot um, of JRPGs. Armored Core, like... I don't know. It's kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. The bosses will trip you up once or twice. I Honestly, I kind of liken them to how the Neo games do their bosses, where they don't have a lot of moves. So they're all very, like... They're all very easy to figure out what they're going to do. Everything mm-hmm. they do is pretty telegraphed, but those once or twice, they'll still you'll still get tripped up on some easy stuff. No, fair enough. Because I, I have seen that, and I feel like... I don't want to say skill issue, because I feel like that's the biggest meme ever. But I also... Mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those things where... And I mean, Hunter knows this from me firsthand, right? When I play a FromSoft game... I pick my weapon on whatever at the start, and it's unga bunga time. It is like I yeah. will live and die. Ethan by is this usually weapon. like I will just play with the box art and never stray from the path. <laughs> All of Alnaring, it's like I got the I got a cool katana, and I'm like, hello katana. I'm using you for the rest of this video game, whether I like it or not. So it's just unga bunga. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I feel like Armored Core, a lot of the time, it's I like, feel okay, like what I've is, heard. Yeah, Scourge is that. As far as like, uh, it wants you to switch out. uh, Yeah, it kind of wants you to build a loadout. You don't lock yourself into like a certain weapon path or anything like that. It's not like a build system like Dark Souls, where you're like, "This is my build for this playthrough. I'm gonna lock this." Yeah. Whereas I feel like, like you were saying, it's a lot more digestible. These 15 to 20 minute missions, it's more of a, "What build do I need to succeed in this mission?" And let's customize and. Do like let's let's formulate the best mech that I can have for this mission because, like you say, with a shorter time, it's more focused and it's more kind of like you have to use your brain. I fucking hate it, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I kind of I like I respect it a lot. And people seem to like. Here's the thing, Cal. You love mechs. You 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 you're a big mech. You like mechs. I don't get them. Pretty fucking. I don't neat. get them. I don't get them. Dude, they're just really cool. That's my big question. Let's not talk about the they're video just game. Really Why cool. do people like mechs? I just don't get it. I mean, it's, it's like, never been something that's clicked super, um, or it's never resonated super hard with me either. But I've, I've had the occasional thing that I enjoy that's mech related. It's definitely just like Sentinels was cool. It's definitely just like my inner ten year old in my brain that's like, ah, oh, big robot do smashy smashy. It's like why people like kaiju movies. They just want to watch Godzilla smash some shit. I've never got those either, to be honest. I've well, been... there's your problem. It's like, it's like Transformers. I never liked you Transformers. You hate fun! I never liked... No, <laughs> I just like different things. I just realized, like, here's the thing, right? And it's just, it's sad. <laughs> you know, it's not sad to admit it, but it's like, I realize now looking back at it where it was like, you know, like when, we're going down a deep dive, this is not Armored Core, but I don't care. Buckle <laughs> It's like we said, crazy sort of crazy fall coming up. But it's like, you know, when you're a kid and it's like you watch the TV adverts or whatever, and it's always like, you know, you've got these like action sets, like, hey, look at the look at all these guns or look at the Transformers and shit like that. 
I never really cared. I was always like, mm-hmm. I like Lego, and I liked it more for the building things. I had, like, Lego Indiana Jones stuff. I loved Indiana Jones. Loved Indiana Jones. But here's the thing. I never really... I watched the films, like, once or twice as a kid. But the, the Legos was the shit that I liked. So it was just like, yeah. I just liked the Legos. They were cool. Or it was like, there was, like, there was, like these Atlantis Legos. Loved that shit. But, like, the kind of, like, the... Bo- like, I know Lego is... Well, it's more universal now, but a lot of the time, they back when we were kids, they definitely did like kind of gender Lego where they were like, "Hey, these are the ones that like the boys ones where it's like, look at these, look at these fucking like bionicles and shit like that." Where it's like, oh, I never liked bionicles. I'm, I'm like, I realized that I never liked any men. I like, ever. I like bionicles like very from a distance. Where I thought their commercials were rad. I still listen yeah. to songs in those commercials because they were cool. But I only ever had like one or two. Bro, I remember getting a Bionicle Watched and just being like, movies. this isn't, like, real Lego. This isn't, like, the thing that I like. But no, I just, What's like... this? It has joints! <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just, like... I, I mean, went... like, I've never yeah. been, like, a Gundam person. I've never bought, like, build-your-own-little-like-mech-figure sets. I just like seeing mechs show up in things. Like Neon Genesis. The only time where I was like, hey, I kind of like this is I kind of like in Xenoblade Chronicles. I just thought it was a cool idea to have them be on the like the the worlds were like you were like the mm. their worlds were just two yeah, giant that mechs cool. that were fighting each other and then they were dead. I was like, that's cool just from a world building point of view. Not didn't care that it was a mech. I was just like, that's kind of a cool idea that this kind of man made machine was like what like these two like machines were what were people were living off of. Yeah, uh, I thought that was cool, but I've never, been, like I say, never, never liked Bionicle. Never been a mech person. I just realized, like all the kind of like the boys' kind of toys when we were younger or whatever. I was never really into them. I just liked Lego. I was just, I just liked Lego. That was it. <laughs> it was just, I was just a Lego person. Um, well, Ethan, I think you'll fit right in for Starfield because there's mechs in that game that you're not allowed to pilot. Oh, thank God! <laughs> thank God. Uh, Todd Howard just put them in there. You scared me. I mean, Todd to Howard be fair, maybe they said, just no, learned from you can the look, mediocre gameplay of the power armor in Fallout. Because you know what? That looks cool, but it's never fun to. It was not fun to control, at least in Fallout Four. You know, here's the thing, right? Is Starfield has been in development for eight years. It's been long enough. I don't care that I can't use a mech. Can we just play it? Because one, I just want to play a new Bethesda game. And two, I'd like to play the Elder Scrolls 6 before I'm dead. Is that too much to ask? Move on so we can start the next one. Like, <laughs> like it's crazy. How about another version of Skyrim? I take it. Skyrim remake, I take that shit. We're apparently getting Oblivion remake and I'll take that. I'll happily take oh, that. I'll take I, that. I'd take that. Oblivion is the one that I wish I had played. Dude, I, I, I love I love and hate Skyrim at the same time. It's a great relationship I have with Skyrim. It's great. But no, <laughs> that's not Hel- that's not Armored Core. Let's, I nearly said Elden Ring. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> but no. No, Elden Ring was earlier in the year. It, it was earlier last It was last year. Well, yeah, we did do an episode. That's the, We don't talk about me. that episode, Cal. We don't talk about that episode. And if you are a fan of FromSoft, right. please do not that's go back. That's the forbidden episode. Thank you. Um, but no, I've like like I say with Armored Core, it's like I look at it and it's just like it, to me, it's what happens when you give a company like From Software who <clears throat> have always made decent games and always made good games, but until Dark Souls never really blew up. Like we always talk mm-hmm. about, like people saying like, "Oh, Persona Five is when Persona blew." I'm like, in retrospect, it's like it's a it's a drop in the ocean compared to like a Dark Souls where it's like, okay. 
fucking huge expansion right and i feel like armored core is kind of that game developer thing that happens every now and again where a big developer who's made a great like a brilliant franchise that's massively blown up then get to go we have this money let's go make the things we used to like to make and just make this kind of brilliant explosion of what we wanted to make these games in the past but just do it and know that we're probably going to be fine because people know us now and we've built up a kind of fan base and i love that good rapport yeah yeah i love that because here's the thing is if if they did if from software didn't like have the kind of fan base that they had now and they made another armored core yeah the mech heads would love it but no one would give a shit there's so many people that are just playing armored core because it's from soft like from and that's yeah. so good because now from soft can basically just go hey we don't have to always make souls games we can make an armored core we can do other things and i like that mm-hmm. or that's even cool. if this didn't pan out they're only one souls elden ring whatever it is away from recouping the cost. yeah breaking recouping from and breaking some. Even, yeah mm. yeah which is like, it's cool. You don't see that as much anymore like you used to, right? It's like, most of the time, and I mean, you see it with Sony all the time now, where it's just like, hey, Gorilla's making Horizon stuff. Sony Santa Monica's making the fucking God of War stuff. And you've the got difference Insomniac. there seems to be they hate their old series besides Insomniac. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like even insomniac right it's like okay they're risky ventures they get to make a ratchet and clank once a decade and it's like well well, whoop-de-doo like go back to wolverine mines (laughs) mister like chop chop and it's like just seeing something like from who let's be real here from software could genuinely just make another souls game every four to five years and be completely fine for the rest of their existence they could be completely fine with doing that but they can just make an armored core game and it do incredibly well to the point where mm. it has the the third it, was, it has it's had a bigger launch than Sekiro on Steam, and I'm like that's it. Nice. That's really good. Hell yeah, good for them. But now maybe this will do well enough to when I go pick up Armored Core Seven the next whenever that comes out, and I go to my GameStop, the guy behind the counter will tell me they have more than one copy available. That blew my mind. That genuinely that blew, blew my, my mind. mind too. GameStop is weird, where often, or at least yeah. at least in my area now, it's it's like they'll only order a couple more than what they have pre-orders for now. Yeah, I mean the same thing happened a few weeks ago with the Pyra and Mithra amiibos, but I mean I just chalk that up to Nintendo being shitty. Nintendo's always shitty. And, and or making in the five case of, of them. Raincoat. I, I didn't pre-order soon enough, so I just couldn't have a physical version of it. Like I say, I was saying to Kyle, I'm lucky because in the UK we have like next day delivery, so you can even pre-order a game the day before and just get it to like it's like I pre-ordered this literally like this is the Hitman collection <laughs> that recently came out, um, which is basically just a repackaging of Hitman Three. But spoiler alert, guys, I didn't own Hitman Three, so uh, we're all good. But uh, this was like, I just bought it. Like, I just saw that it was coming out and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I would like to play Hitman 3 properly and like go in depth with it at some point in the near future. I played it on Game Pass like a year and a half ago. But I did the the typical Game Pass thing of play it for 15 hours and then fucking walk away. Um, But, you know, just pre-order it. But then I like go and look into it. I'm like, you know what? This game's not anywhere either. It's it's weird to me. And I get it, physical games are dying, blah blah blah, but it's 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 weird. It's like it's still a FromSoft game. It's not a rain code. Yeah. Like I can't yeah, understand rain code. code. It's still like a notable release. 
notable enough. Like, guys, I know that Starfield's out in, like, two weeks, but geez, like, this is, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's bizarre to me. Are that many people just buying digital now? Are we just archaic? I know the answer's yes, but... The answer is yes. We still own shelves. Dude, I've said it before <laughs> and i say it again. If in the UK, if digital games cost the same as physical, I would have made the Switch as myself. I just need... I'm like, I'm too much of a Scrooge McDuck where I open my wallet and I go, ah, fuck it. It's like, it's 10 quid cheaper. I can't deal Not with when it. you got vouchers every time you buy a game for from the store. Hell yeah. yeah. Cost me £35 for Hitman 3, got £10 in fucking credit on that purchase. So it uh, really only cost me 25 Thank you, Game Collection. Very cool. Not sponsored. It's just a very good website if you're in the UK. You genuinely get, like, right now they have a promotion. I sound like a sponsor. You get, like, 10 Not quid off everything. Not sponsored, just a big Not fan. sponsored. Not sponsored. Their shipping you is sometimes shit. Like I sometimes get... the yeah. equivalent of supermarket sweep. I sometimes get the games a day late and it pisses me off and their contact li- their contact form is fucking garbage. There you go. It's not sponsored. But there, but hey, if you want 10 quid off of Spider-Man, you know where to go. Um, but no, it's just, it's bizarre to me. Anyway, so would you recommend Armacorka? I feel like we're, I feel like we're I, trailing. I, I would, yeah. I think this game, honestly, I think it's for anyone. It's... It can be challenging, but it's not nearly as challenging as, like, a Dark Souls or a Bloodborne. Uh, and even, in like, it's just a good game to play in short bursts, you know, with the mm. this mission structure. It's it's a nice gameplay loop that just kind of feeds back into itself to get you to want to play more. Yeah. You see, it's as funny. someone with no experience with the Armored Core series, I think this is a good jumping in point. And I'm glad you like it because there's a part of me where I don't know, Hunter, sometimes, I don't know about you, sometimes I check my friends list because I see what, just to see what other people are playing. And I saw you were playing Armored Core yeah. and I saw you were playing Final Fantasy XIV again and there was a part of me that was like, oh god, no. does he hate it? But now that you've told me that about the <laughs> no, short that gameplay, was... I'm like, okay, that makes more sense <laughs> that it's like, okay, you can hop in and out. It's more of a there was a small part of me that was like, oh, fuck, he's gone back to Final Fantasy Hunter. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> this was a login to FF14 to do my dailies. This wasn't when I was playing FF16 and I went back to 14 to go as a palate cleanser. Dude, I was like, I can't deal with angering the Fromsoft fans again. I can't do it. I really can't. No, no, no. No, no. This, <laughs> game, this game's legit. That's great. Um, so, yeah, congratulations, Fromsoft. You've made another banger. Fucking well done. I just. I, and I no just... one's surprised. But the the crazy part is, is this year, we were saying it off the podcast, this year has been so fucking crazy, and there's been so many bangers where it's like, Armored Core 6 is fantastic, and I still, like, it still could not be nominated for Game of the Year. This is how crazy this year is, where it's like, last year, could, year before... It could not get nominated for anything at Game Awards, truly. Like, last year, year before, <laughs> this game would have easily have been nominated for Game of the Year. But oh, yeah. Year, it's absolutely mental. Like genuinely, I was say, we it's were saying it's fighting so many things. Yeah, we were saying it's like Baldur's Gate, Zelda, Zelda Baldur's Rock, Gate, the other four, Starfield. If that's good, Ugh, I, I'm scared. The reviews are <laughs> out next week. I'll be playing it next week, which is scary. But you know, oh, still, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it, looking at it right, I don't know what that is, but it's like yeah, Baldur's Gate, Zelda, Resi Four, Street Fighter Six, Hi Fi Rush. So much stuff. Pikmin. Diablo. What a year. <laughs> like, genuinely. Hey, I've got to give the three Pikmin Pikmin fans got thing. an 88? Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? The fuck? That's the same as FF16. Don't mess with us I Pikmin know. fans. We play nothing else. Like, 88. <laughs> that, 
we actually play our games. Uh, See you in 10 years for Pikmin 5. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, Dude, I wait. still forget that it's on 4. <laughs> said Same. Pikmin, and I was still thinking 3. Yeah. No, that was 2014. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, Armor Core. You should play it. It's pretty good. Uh, and yeah, pick it up or not. If you remember, guys, here's my tip for you guys. It's a busy <laughs> fucking season. Yeah. So it's this okay isn't a must-play game. It's it's, it's, it's so ration no. your time. It, no, it might it might money. be a must-play game, but also for you if for you some like this people. kind of thing. But it's perfectly okay to look at the these next three months and say, what are the three games I really want to play? And play those at launch, and then wait for the rest. Don't do an us. I feel like, yeah. like I am literally going to be <laughs> buying like eight or nine games over the next three months, and it's not good. Oh, but the problem is, it's I can't even say, because most of the time I just go, I'm doing it for the podcast. This time I can't even say I'm doing it for the podcast. It's like, I want Starfield, I want Spider-Man, I want Mario Wonder, I want this shit. Right. Game. Like, I can't help it. Yep. And even if I'm not buying it, I'm like, I kind of want to play Lies of P at least a little <laughs> bit. So it's like, I'll try it. But mm. it's it's weird, right? It's weird. Anyway, uh, speaking of things that don't... Uh, give me excitement for the future opening night live the anti must play of <laughs> video game conferences so last week we did talk about opening night live uh, did anybody care the answer was no and i agree with <laughs> that opinion um <laughs> no opening night live happened so we're going to talk about some of the things that got announced and we'll give our uh, we'll, we'll do a thermometer reading are people interested are we not interested overall i was the only person to watch the show in full so i'll give you my opinion on it i was at it work was, it was one of the better opening night lives. What I'll say is it was solid. Whereas most it did get me to click on more than one thing. So most <laughs> opening night lives in the past were Way to go, one, Jeff. yeah, were one or two like brilliant re- reveals and an hour and fifty five minutes of fucking nothing. Whereas this was five or six decent reveals and then a load of nothing. And it's like I preferred that because it felt more scattered. So it it felt better. It was still like a three out of five though. It wasn't incredible. Um, but there were some things that were announced, and we'll talk about them right now. There was like one new announcement for a new video game, and that was Little Nightmares Three is announced, uh, which is coming in twenty twenty four. One, I said this to Hunter. Uh, one thing I didn't mention, Hunter, was the original developers aren't making it because they didn't. Yeah, want yeah, to it's uh, to the Until Dawn guys who are making this one, which will be interesting mm-hmm. to see them do mechanics that involve more than picking options. The problem. So. The problem with the Until Dawn guys, and I'm trying to remember what their name is because super massive, super massive, isn't it? I always get them and Super Giant mixed up a lot of the time. Yeah, not yeah. because of quality, but because of you know mixing up Just how close they are. First names. But the problem was both with, very yeah. close to being star related. The thing with Super Massive is Until Dawn. Whether you don't, whether you like or hate cheesy kind of horror, like teen horror kind of films or that kind of genre i think it was a good attempt at what that thing was whether you like it or not is another thing entirely but it was good and then they've done these like they've done the um the dark dark pictures pictures games and they've been so mixed to shit the entire time that i'm like why did you not they don't seem to have the same sauce you should have just made it you should have just carried on with what you were doing because man hopefully little nightmares 3 is good like, yeah, imagine if they just didn't do the dark pictures stuff and took all that effort into making, like, the quarry. Yeah. And maybe the quarry would have come out, like, a year or two sooner than it did. And the quarry was, people liked better... the quarry. 
Yeah, people seem to like that more. It seems like when you take your time to make these kind of cheesy 80s, 90s horror movie game things, people like them. And then when you do these mini horror games, no one likes them. So, hey, stick to what you're good at. Maybe Little Nightmares 3 might be a good one again because again it's got that focus to it it's got that kind of yeah it's got like world to it that's my yeah. look out for it i didn't I play know. little nightmares 2 yet but i played the first one and thought it was fine so you know maybe i'll play two or you've got some catching up to even. do yeah. i'm not sure it really matters some required reading <laughs> uh black myth wukong blends chinese myth and soulsborne it's another one of those soulsborne games uh, oh, we love souls i'm not gonna lie to you guys this was one of the trailers where i went for a pee in the middle of it but uh <laughs> from what i saw it looked all right it's one of those souls games i think my problem with these games is there's so many cool. of them that i'm like i've still got the i'm lo- i'm for i'm in the fortunate position i guess if i haven't played all the souls games yet so when i want to go and play a souls game i've got a, i've literally got demon souls the whole trilogy and sekiro still to go so it's like i've got a plenty of them so when i see these i'm just like I'm going to forget you exist before I even have so, the feeling to play you. I'm sorry. This trailer didn't do a whole lot to distinguish itself from being more than that. But a few years ago, because I already knew about this game back in like 2020. And mm-hmm. I thought the trailer that it got put out for it then looked really cool. And that's why I was jazzed to see this again. Because I'm like, oh, it still exists. Of course. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because I've been interested in playing this for a while. Well, it's coming out soonish, I guess. Well, it didn't have a date on it, so yeah. that's a lie, but you know, maybe one day you'll play it. <laughs> didn't have a coming year, eventually. Like, it, did it say 2024? I don't remember. I've not got on this list that I've got here. It does not have a it does not have a date. Alright. But I could I also the trailer does either. Alright. Uh summer twenty twenty four is currently listed as. Cool. Uh but hey, we'll see if it happens. Uh, if you're if you're an Age of Empires fan, congratulations! You got a surprise launch of Age of Empires Four. I'm sure all five of you are very excited. Have fun. Um, on the Xbox. On the Xbox. Uh, not playing Baldur's Gate yet, but you can play Age of Empires Four. Very <laughs> cool. Uh, Tekken Eight got a release date, uh, January twenty sixth, twenty twenty four. Uh, it's starting that crazy season. We've had a Dude. lot of early... It's starting to populate. The start of 2024 is starting to populate. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is, like, the big three fighting game series... Are, They're all like back, pace, baby. They've been at, like, a pace of uh, <laughs> three to four months apart when you take Street or Street Fighter to Mortal Kombat and then Mortal Kombat to Tekken now. Which is really That's cool. Like, it's less like than that. a calendar year from the first one to the last one. Evo's going like to be so good next year. I can't I f- wait. I feel like it's really cool as well because they've get, it's like and I, I don't think it's intentional, but they've given each other enough room to breathe. There's enough space shine. that yeah. They yeah. Can all, they'll all get their moments in a way. Yeah, which is really cool because uh, you've seen it before when there's two similar games in the same genre where they go at each other's throats. It's like when Battleborn and Overwatch came out at the same time, and they were just like <laughs> Blizzard were like, "We're sending you to death." <laughs> it's just like they, land, <laughs> they were like, "We're coming out two weeks before you or whatever." And uh, it's like usually you just see people Shadow try and kill each you. other, not give each other space but or sometimes cool. even sometimes people under the same umbrella remember titanfall and battlefield yeah that was just so <laughs> stupid 
Oh my god, yeah. Which was Remember next to Watch Dogs. Call of Duty Watch too. Dogs game? Yeah. But there was the time where Watch Dogs, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, and Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla came out within like a month and a half as well. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh my god, what's the problem? No clue. Why are the why are AAA developers like this? No clue. But um, yeah, January twenty sixth. Uh, obviously, they weren't announced at summer. Uh, when it was announced at summer Game Fest, we did get a date for Persona three as well at the same time at Gamescom. It is coming out in February. Can't remember what was February. I think it was February second. February second, I February think. 2nd. Yeah. Uh, I am going to. Hey, Rocksteady Games. Uh, I think it's perfectly fine for you to move Suicide Squad out of February. I think there's enough stuff in f- the first couple of weeks. In fact, I think it's perfectly fine for you to just cancel Suicide Squad at this point. I think we're good. Thank you. Um, yeah. Because I think here's might the thing: be in the tunk cast mindset now. Here's the thing: yeah, I was always in my head. I was always like, "This game's gonna be shit." But there's, I felt like there was gonna be a small part of me that were like, a couple of points the where they gave a, gave me hope, even. But yeah, like, like the Kevin Conroy that's been thing dashed and stuff like that. And I was like, February. I'm like, nothing comes out in February. I might give it a chance. Persona Three, Tekken, all this other shit. No <laughs> chance now. Got no chance. Um, yeah, no. Ethan's a known Tekken enjoyer. Everyone, known Tekken enjoyer. Know. I'll be playing Persona Three Reload, dude. I'm sorry, like that <laughs> is genuinely. Like, I'm so excited for that video game. It's unreal how excited I am. I don't know why that Same. first trailer was so garbage, but everything else that I've seen, I'm like, you're fucking. Like I say, I want to know what you're what you're on because I want some of it. Whoever's coming, the underwater theme, the fucking transition, those cut-ins like, shred. Cut-ins. Everything just looks beautiful. People are God, like, I'm they'll so never happy. have the style of Persona 5 again. This Persona 3 is completely different, and it looks fucking incredible. And I'm like, oh my God. The models? The models don't have the derpy eyes anymore? Oh, what? Like, no. honestly. Someone said it on Twitter, and it's like, finally, the models look like they're on quality with the actual, like, artwork. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I think this is it. This is the threshold. They yeah, look yeah. so good. Because, like, Dude, all kinds of games that have like portrait dialogue, portraits, and then models in the background struggle with that. Like, I, I even mentioned that in my Raincoat review. It's like, don't look at the models too hard while you're uh, advancing <laughs> dialogue because you might see through the crack. Where the ones in this game actually do look expressive and good. And I'm like, oh, yeah. God, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the reason that I did bring that up is the day before, bad timing from Grand Blue Fantasy here. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is dated for February 1st, 2024. Um, I mean, when the first Grand Blue Versus came out, it came out right before COVID hit. So bad release dates are just in this series' lifeblood at this point. Hmm. So uh, we'll see if it ever moves. It might not. It might stay. Um... Grand Blue's super cool, though. Um, y'all should give it a try if you do. If you've wanted to try getting into fighting games, it runs on simple button inputs, and Isn't the characters are this just This one that's cool. coming out, the MMO. Oh, is this the JRPG one? This actually might be the JRPG one. I think it's the MMO. Oh, wait, is thing, it? Yeah. Is this the, oh, yeah, this oh, is yeah, the this MMO. Oh, yeah, this is the JRPG one, yeah. This is the one that looked. This is the one that looked like the other one that was shown at the PlayStation thing, and I didn't really think either of them looked Great. Yeah, no, this isn't the MMO. This is the single player oh. RPG. Oh. And it kind of looks to me like. It looks to me like every. Like, JRPG action game that has released in the past five years. And I don't know what it is. I liked Final Fantasy 16 a lot. I'm not a Final Fantasy 16 hater, but Final Fantasy 16 made me realize hey, 
not every jrpg needs to be like this can we can we have some other ones as well and that's why i'm excited for a turn-based one like persona 3 because i'm like ah thank for god i don't have to do stupid combos and shit thank you i appreciate it raw for sea of stars in a week yeah. hoorah um, anyways, Grand and, Blue and, Fantasy and Versus yeah. Rising is actually coming out November 30th. So if you oh. wanted to get into a fighting game, uh, give this it a try. Year. There you go. This year. Perfectly fine. Uh, and you I don't like want... Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. I also want to say that you can feel free to call me a hypocrite when I say that I'm the most excited for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth to come out next year. You can call me a hypocrite when I say, oh, yeah, and bad action game, slashy, slashy, and I'll be the first person there. <laughs> yeah but you can slow down time in that one and it's super cool yeah it also has barrett in it so uh 10 out of 10 video game uh yeah. for cloud there if they're cool too i guess uh crimson desert showcases it's um quote unquote uh, ambitious open world um i thought this one looked cool this is one of the ones i stopped to watch because i don't know if you guys remember game awards i think in 2020 the guy in the full suit of armor doing the drop kick this was yes, that. Oh, is that this that. game? Yeah, that's this yeah. Game. Oh shit! And it still I looked really cool. Like sometime, sometime during this trailer, a dude was riding on a horse towards a cliff. He jumped off of the horse, exploded into a block of ravens, <laughs> reassembled on the horse. Like this game, my it looks oh. cool. I don't know if it will be real. <laughs> is the problem? I think my problem with this game, and I kind of um. I don't know. It's one of those games where I'm like, I'm glad everyone's feeling like everyone's feeling the vibe of this game, and I'm just not. And I'm just like, to me, it just kind of looks fine. And I'm like, I'm glad that everybody else is having fun here because I was just like, I went to pee during this trailer. I was like, this just looks like an RPG. Like, and I'm happy that other people are like, hell yeah, this looks sick. Because um, I was just like, eh, it looks fine. Uh, Speaking of, it looks fucking fine, I guess. Genshin Corner, fucking Hoyoverse, every game looks the same. Try not to, like, one Genshin, one Hoyo game, I'm like, eh, that art style's kind of, like, you know, it's a cool art style. Two Hoyo games, I'm like, okay, they, they look the same. Three Hoyo games, I'm like, fuck, like, can we have something look different? Like, oh my god. Uh, but yeah, not Zenless Zone Zero. clones of your own games and pay your voice actors. Yeah, Zenless Zone That's Zero all. is the game that looked a bit, uh, the way that I described it when we last saw it was a bit Jet Set Radio. Uh, now after seeing the gameplay, uh, it doesn't look Jet Set Radio. I want Jet Set Radio. And I know there's that indie what? game that looks like Jet Set Radio. Bomb Rush out, Cyberpunk? Which yeah, it I just will, came out. It looks Which rad. I will get to eventually. Um, that is my opinion as well. I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> but Zenless Zone Zero, it did nothing for me. Neither does Honkai Star Rail, and neither does Genshin Impact. I'm kind of done with it. I'm kind of, I never Same. was playing them, but I'm kind of Go done. Go away, Hoyo. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of them, dude. I'm actually sick of them. These weebs, bro. I'm sick of it's them. your own conference so I can ignore it. I'm just. I had to delete shit off my PS5 to make room for Armored Core, and I got rid of two games: Final Fantasy 16 and Genshin Impact. Epic. They were taking up the most space. Wow, Resident Evil man. 4 is next on the shooting block. Oh dear. That's my next biggest game. Although Armored Core is the biggest one at this point. Yeah. True. So maybe I'll finish that and then just shoot it off my PS5. <laughs> uh nightingale yeah it's a release date whatever what do you remember that one is hunter 
I vaguely remember it was one of the Bioware people, and they had the. I remember its visual style, and then I was like, "Oh wait, it's like a survival game." And then mm-hmm. my interest in it evaporated. Uh, we're gonna uh, Diablo had a Diablo thing where they were like, "We're sorry, we swear, we will go." Fuck off, Blizzard. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Starfield got a live action trailer where everyone was like, "This was so cool," and it was one of those things where I was like, "Like was it was shit. Though? It was shit." Can I like it was yeah. shit. It was a shit. As someone who was uh, so excited for Starfield, it was shit. It was like it, it 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 did the cardinal sin. It did the cardinal sin of anything based in space. They played Rocket Man, and I'm like, guys, oh. everybody plays Rocket Man. We do not need more Rocket Man. Thank you. I I I as someone who likes the song Rocket Man, I'm sick of hearing it. Can we please use anything else to advertise a space game? Thank you. It was just what song would you use, Ethan? I don't know, Party Rock. What's your choice? <laughs> That's an acceptable answer. <laughs> Could you imagine it? Just what the exact same trailer, just like you know, astronaut. The little girl looks like I want to be an astronaut, and he blasts off into if space. If you want a song like, that will provoke alien shuffling. life and defining Earth to expunge it from existence, <laughs> yes, choose Party Rock anthem. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just think you're a hater. Yeah, uh, Hunter hates fun. I'm just still very excited for Starfield. Um, it does, it's one of those games where, similar to Tears of the Kingdom, I won't believe it's out until it's in my hands and I'm playing it, really, because it's just one of those games that we've heard about for fucking... We, we've heard like about unicorn. Starfield. It was officially announced five years ago, and we unofficially knew about it for four years before that. So it's like, we've known about yeah. this game forever. Um. So yeah, it's it, it it it'll be great to see it come out. Will it be great? Will it be bad? Find out next week, I guess, because the reviews will be in, and whether it's positive or not. And if it's in it's the middle, hell. people are sure going to act like it's one or the other. <laughs> it's going to be hell, regardless of what the scores are. Don't go on Twitter yeah. that day. It's going to be. It's going to be so be funny. As someone with no horse in this race, it's going to be funny. It will be. Uh, anyway, uh, Mortal Kombat One is bringing back more classic characters. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 is f- in full press mode, obviously, as the game is coming out in just a few short weeks. Um, I wasn't even going to watch this trailer, but then I saw Shao Kahn's design on Twitter, and he looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him horns! Do you the guys see that is... Smoke is voiced by Yuri Lowenthal? Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, one but, thing uh, I will say... And... Is like I hate it's someone who has no horse in Mortal Kombat. When I see people, to, when I see like Ed Boon be like, "Oh yeah, this is like this is one of our biggest stories ever, and this is gonna be so like it's gonna be so epic. You're gonna love the story of Mortal Kombat." And then they show the fucking story trailer. And it's just a bunch of people just talk. It's like Globo Shito just fucking talking, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is this trailer's sick." I'm like, I don't get this. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, and like it's hilarious because they gave Chao Kahn dragon horns, and you know if you remove the dragon horns, his face he looks like he he is not a man that would conquer the block that he lives on, let alone several realms. Which I don't know, maybe they can play into part of because you know in the last game he was just a stupid meat wall and mm-hmm. not very good as a character in general, and you know in the earlier iterations of his character he was actually like comedically weaselly for being also physically imposing like he took power from the guy before him by like slowly poisoning him and Mm. stuff and he always had like backup plans and they just kind of forgot that he was also supposed to be smart in these 
later iterations of the character. So maybe, maybe the fact that he looks kind of like a weasel with dragon horns now, maybe they'll go more in that direction again. Yeah, we'll but see. you know, we'll see. it's cool. They also announced yeah. at Gamescom that John Cena is playing Peacemaker in Mortal Kombat One. Um, oh, rad. The, the nice. only one that's left to be announced is Homelander. We still don't know if Anthony uh, is it Anthony Starr's that his name that plays Homelander. Can't remember mm. what his name is. Uh, Homelander actor. I believe it's Anthony, Anthony Starr. It is Anthony Starr. We don't know if Anthony Starr is playing Homelander yet, but John Cena is playing uh, Peacemaker, which is great. Uh, I still want to know, will they put the Peacemaker theme in there somewhere from the TV show? I, uh, I just really want it to be so. how he's introduced to the fight. I really want him to oh, walk why, into, dude. I really want him to just walk in with the fucking music every time that he starts. I, I, I will, Ed, I will, I will give, I'll tell you this. If you do put the Peacemaker theme song into Mortal Kombat uh, 1, I will buy Mortal Kombat 1. That is the trade offer. I will actually buy the video game if you do that. Will I play it? That's another one. That's another question entirely, but I will buy it. The offer's on the table. I think of all that money, that extra <laughs> one sale that you definitely need because Mortal Kombat dying franchise. 60 bucks. <laughs> 70 bucks. Uh, and then finally, unless you can think of anything, Hunter. Uh, Alan Wake 2 closed the show with a new trailer uh, which was showing off some of uh, the some of the Alan Wake part of Alan Wake 2 um, and I'm not gonna lie this trailer was fucking great I don't like I'm not a horror person not really. I don't really care about Alan Wake fantastic I didn't trailer. watch this trailer because I was already gonna play it <laughs> So I'm oh, like, yeah. it's it's mm. it's fantastic. Um, it shows off how they're doing. They're merging kind of live action with the game, where they've got like the actors actually doing live action performances and stuff like that, and it's blending yeah. the two together. And it was so good. Where I'm like, it, they've done it before with Quantum Break. They've done it with uh, Control did it Control too. As they well. had some bits with Control where they had the live action guy doing some stuff, and it was cool. But they're doing it uh, in this in, as part of the uh, as part of like Alan Wake's nightmares and stuff like that, and it looked really cool. Where I was like, you know what? I'm not a huge horror person, but that trailer's convinced me that if I ever do feel like playing one, I hope this game's good because it's kind of convinced me that I might play Alan Wake two. I might play Alan Wake one and Control first, but you know, Alan Wake two would be on that list. It was a very very good trailer. Um, but yeah. Um, and that's everything from opening night live. It was fine. It was pretty. It was. It was. It was fine. He also confirmed that obviously Game Awards is coming back. It's December seventh. Book it in your calendars. We'll all be miserable then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I always love. I always love Game Awards. It's always a fun time. He always puts it on a Thursday because he's a bastard. I, he could never. Put I it on love Friday. that he puts it on a Thursday. He can't afford. <laughs> Why is he gotta be like this? He can't afford. Like a at Friday least in the first couple of years, it was. Um... You know, PSX or whatever went on the next day. So, like, sure, mm-hmm. didn't want to counter program PlayStation, step on their toes or whatever. But they've stopped doing that like three years into his project here. Why didn't you take the Friday? I don't know. I don't know. But... I enjoy it. I, I enjoy staying up late with y'all and then taking the next day off of work. Yeah, well, you see, I've been an idiot the past couple of times where I've stayed up late and then gone into work the next day like hey, a fucking idiot. I've and went for me, into it's 4 work every time. Absolutely. Well, put in for the day off now. Maybe I, I will. Or maybe I won't. I live on the edge. Oh, right. I just remembered uh, on the pre-show there, there was a 
uh, horror game that was really cool. Uh, Post trauma, it looked really neat. Oh, in the cow bosman section. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was completely. Really by cool. the way, uh, I was completely right. Half the half the chat was loving the cow bosman section. Half of the chat did not understand what the fuck was going on, and I was like, I'm, "I like this. This is great. Still my favorite part of opening night life." Uh, <laughs> Jeff, you should int- you should use Kyle for more random shit in the future. You should just bring him on for random bits that people. As soon as you start dipping, just hit me up, just, Jeff. Just, just do it. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. Um. That's that. Uh, what What's next on the list? I don't know. I can't find it. I've I lost my it's... tabs now. I've been going through too many tabs. Yeah, um, Resident Evil Four. Oh, thank fucking god. Uh, you're. Anyway. you're... Escapades and getting the platinum for this video game. Yeah, so when I, you could have been playing Resi Two. You know, now that you mentioned it, I could have. Yeah, that. you yeah, could have. I could have, but alas, I didn't. Just as good, arguably better. Well, the thing is, right, was we've been in a bit of a drought, and I did this like last week, right? I was going to bring it up on the podcast last week, but we ran out of time, and it was so. I we've been in a bit of a drought. I've needed stuff to play. Because uh, I've been a bit bored, so I was like, you know what? I'll do Resident Evil Four. I'm gonna try and get the platinum. What I didn't realize is it would take me five extra playthroughs of this fucking video game. So I have a new, I have a whole new perspective on Resident Evil Four as a video game. And my perspective on Resident Evil Four Remake now is it's a very, very good video game. It's an excellent video game. But my God, are there some points of that game which are fucking awful, and there are some that are great, and it's it's just like it's such a well-made video game that it's just like replaying it over and over again it's like when you hear six playthroughs most games i can't be asked to play a second playthrough on new game plus never mind six but the fact that you take a game that take that takes 20 30 hours to beat the first time around, i think it took me like 22 hours or something like that to beat the first time around and then you can make it so that the game takes like three or four hours by skipping the cutscenes and knowing what you're doing it's a really satisfying kind of thing to play it on. It wasn't satisfying as hell to play it on professional. It was miserable. That village sequence, oh my god, awful. Um, but there's some. Re- it's like it's really fun to kind of get good at the video game and have that kind of flow to it. Yeah, mm. it is a very. It does just have that kind of very satisfying combat element to it with, you know, kneecap, suplex, knife stab, etc. That's why well, I got so like addicted to the mercenaries for a weekend. And the game gives you like stuff to like the the the, the game starts to give you overpowered stuff just so you can have fun with it, right? So it's like just like random stuff. Like it's just so goofy going around with the infinite rocket launcher and just going, yeah. haha, this game has no is no threat to me now. <laughs> and you just like you run through <laughs> the whole game in like two hours and it's just life's good. Or you get like the Chicago sweeper and stuff like that. Or Oh uh, man, the Chicago typewriter. <laughs> yeah or the hand yeah. cannon and you know there's some really funny goofy weapons for you to have fun with uh i wasn't a huge fan of the stupid challenges like don't talk to the merchant and don't heal for the entire game that just made shit miserable like oh my god that wasn't particularly fun um but it, it it's a really fun experience it's just man there are some great like chapter seven of that game is awful for those who have not played it chapter seven is the first chapter of the castle and my main problem with that chapter is one, why is it so fucking long? Every other chapter in that game is like 20 minutes tops. 
like well, it's like 15 minutes if you skip the cutscenes, 10 to 15 minutes that chapter it's like 25 minutes it just never car- it just goes and goes and goes you're climbing up the castle you've got the bit with the fucking catapults firing shit at you and you just cut you just ashley just starts screaming and dies instantly and you're just like fucking you're like oh shoot so i have to bad. run backwards now this is annoying yeah, and it's just like they've got they've got auto aim on the catapults. It's just like, oh yes, just just fire it at him. Just just let him have it. He can't see it. Fuck it. How'd you even hit her that time? There was a building in between you. Or it's just like, <laughs> hey, I need to use I I need to use my cannon to open the to open the door and also to shoot them. And it's just like they perfectly time it so that you can get on the cannon, move it about a fucking inch, and then you have to get off it or else the catapult's gonna fucking fly right onto you. You just yeah, die yeah. instantly. And I'm like, stupid, stupid game. And then like, once you've one done that, that was better in the first version was that you could just stash Ashley in one spot. Mm. Where you can't do that on this one. She'll either follow you closely or further behind, and you just tell her to stay put. And like after you clear the tower that you get that cannon from, and put her on the bottom floor of that until you're done, it's or just, until someone spawns to grab her. But you know, it's just it's very very annoying. And then once you've done that, and you're like, oh yeah, finally the annoying bit's over. No, it's not, you dumb fuck, because then you've got the water section, the waterway section, which is equally bad, if not worse, because it's just miserable. That whole section is just like, 50 guys, hope you've got enough ammo, good luck, Lamau, and then you're just like, oh, it's so bad. Like, honestly, awful chapter. Um, and then also, it's just like playing it in professional. There are just so many sections where you're like, this is... I, the thing I love about Professional is you only get 15 saves. If you want the S-plus rank, you only get 15 saves. So you have to be very strategic, where it's like Resident Evil 4, I think, is a game that's way too lenient with its saves, especially from a tension point of view. There is, like, a typewriter and fucking everything. Like, so every, like, five minutes, it's just like, there's a typewriter, there's something for you to do. And it's like, when you're playing it for the first time, like me, yeah, you're, you're feeling tense all the way through, but when you're doing a second playthrough, there's there's no real threat, really. It's like, oh no, I died. I lost 90 seconds of gameplay. What a shame. And you just carry on. Whereas, like, I had deaths on the professional difficulty, where some chapters, I had to go entire chapters without saving. So it was like, I just, like, wanted to cry. Because, like, on the minecart section with Luis... I died oh, during no. that, and it was like my last save was uh, where was my last? My last save would have been like not even like it would have been just after the fight. It would have been just right at the start of the mine, so I have to do the entire fucking mine section again. Or oh. yeah, or it's just like dying at the Dude, end of a chapter, and you I have could to imagine do the whole of it again. Getting, like, in that scenario, when I first played the game, you know when you blow up the rocks with yeah. Luis in that part. For some reason, I don't know. I didn't think to move out of the way of yeah, the rocks I thought they were going to despawn or something, and then they <laughs> killed me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I get. I thought they were going to like despawn or go away or roll the other direction, but they killed me. And I could just imagine how heartbreaking that would have been on the professional difficulty. Oh, it's stuff like, like that, and then it's just like the professional difficulty does just it changes stuff up slightly. So you just have minor annoyances that weren't there before it's like in that mine section when you go for the dynamite right you've got the chainsaw guy chasing you in that section when you're after the dynamite what they do differently in professional is when you go over to the switch to go and lower the bridge there's a chainsaw woman there as well so you have two of the fuckers to do it and it's like you've just got like stuff like that where if that was a first playthrough 
you'd shit yourself. For me, I'm just getting angry because I'm like, no, I don't have the ammunition and shit to deal with you right now. I just can't. It's just like... It, Wait your stuff. turn! Yeah. <laughs> That's how stuff, I get yeah. these games when too much stuff shows up. I'm like, ah, yeah, you and stay it's, put. Yeah. It's like, it's interesting because like a lot of the time it's just like, again, you don't feel that fear anymore. You just kind of... There was one time, the fucking... The fight in the the freezer area and the sewers just before the Luis mine section. Uh, I can't remember oh, what his the name Verdugo? is. The Verdugo? That, that, that pistol only with no healing made me shit myself because I was like just running away from my life the whole time. It was terrifying. <laughs> Cause, um, most did time, you still like, have to kill him? Uh... I did. It took that long. I managed to kill him with the pistol only, but it's well, like, you can run away in that fight. If yeah, you, but uh, the outrage was taking that long that I managed oh, to deal with damage to him because okay. it's like you have to wait like five minutes with him chasing you. It's ridiculous the amount of time you have to wait. So I mean, yeah, I always kill him anyway because that's just how I am. Yeah, Speaking I mean, I've monster, killed him for most of them. unstaked. <laughs> Although I think, if I remember correctly, the first time that I fought him that it was like it was like i remember being like that was what it's one of the few moments in this game that made me properly like fucking like scream like i was like ah like shit myself <laughs> was when i first died to that thing and the first thing i did was go straight back to my save where the merchant and i bought the fucking rocket launcher i'm like i'm not pissing about with this fucker <laughs> like i'm like this is like no <laughs> not doing it so with a pistol only i'm like oh no i can't do that i'm just gonna have to run around i didn't even crap. know how to fight him the first time yeah just shat myself like genuinely like you got a couple of good jumps on me i'll give him that um so stuff like that's challenging but a lot of the time it's just like i'm running around with a chicago sweeper with infinite ammo it's not particularly challenging it's just like it's more kind of min maxing or dying way too like way too early there's some really annoying fights and it's like okay that's fine but some of them it's just like oh god like the fucking fight with what's his name the colonel or whatever his name is and he's just like God. salazar Sal- Sal- yes salazar. Or, or, no no salazar yeah. was Kern- krauser yeah, krauser there you go thank you yeah okay the second krauser fight so fucking <clears throat> annoying when you've got pistol only you can't heal and your armor died ages pistol ago and you can't only, talk to no the merchant heal. either and you're just sitting there <laughs> just going what is my life i now genuinely have to just hope to god i was literally you know the section where you're doing the not the tunnel run where he's turned transformed but the the one before that where you have to shoot the mines off the wall and you just keep throwing mm-hmm. flashbangs and surprise attacking you. Yeah. And it's like, I had to learn that like it was an art, like House of the Dead at the arcade or whatever, where you have to like, you want yeah. perfect aim everywhere, like genuinely, because it's like, I couldn't like, if he got even close to me, there was no mash the X button to get him off you because I just died instantly. So I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> it was like, oh th- no. there's a lot of fun to be had, but man, is it tedious and like mm. miserable at times um but it has made me appreciate that game more and i do like it a lot um i feel like i was too harsh on it especially on a halfway through the year thing where i was like hey guys it was fine i i like it quite a bit it's a very good game um i also the reason i went through it all at once and didn't do what most normal people would do which was do a playthrough take a break do a playthrough uh, probably wouldn't have come back yeah was because one i wouldn't have come back and two it was because it was one of those perfect timing things where it was my 175th platinum trophy so i was like that's cool you know trophy milestone first horror game i ever beat there you go put it on the list um so yeah yeah. it was fun 
Would I recommend it? Not really, unless you're a massive Resident Evil fan. Unless you really like Resident Evil. I did do enough, though, where it's like, in the in-game challenges, I did all but nine of them, which weren't needed for the trophies, but I did manage to do, like, all but nine of them. So I was like, I was pretty impressed with that. I was like, I'm pretty happy for myself there. And some of them were, like, bullshit ones, where it's like, hit hit ten enemies with the wrecking ball that actually hits in Chapter 15 towards the wall. Just, like, kill ten enemies with that. And I'm like, I didn't manage to do that. But that's because I just kept chucking heavy grenades at the wall so it would break quicker because that section sucks. But, you know, <laughs> I just love learning fun things like that. It's like that game is just, there's so much stuff that they programmed in that they don't tell you and you don't think about. And it's just like genius where it's like, yeah, throw some heavy yeah. grenades at the wall or a rocket launch it, it'll break it quicker so that you only have to do one hit with Ashley. Or throwing the golden egg at, uh, what is it, whatever his name is. Uh, is it remote? What, the fucking little guy. That turns into a monster yeah, at the end of the castle. That one's Salazar. That one's Salazar, yeah. Uh, throwing it, I thought it was Salazar, but then you, you've got me confused now with character names. But yeah, throwing a golden egg at him takes away 75% of his head, of his health instantly, so you can just, you know, just put a couple of shots in it, you can skip the whole fight. It's, it's like, like how in old Final Fantasy games, anything that was like undead, if you oh, used yeah. healing spells, it would kill them. Yeah. Cool stuff like that. Stuff like that. Shooting the bell tower at the start of the game if you beat in the game once with a sniper or with a long range weapon, it skips the entirety of that first uh, village section. Stuff like that. It's just like really cool Ethan, stuff they didn't have to add in. What? Did you ever shoot the shoot the lake with the lake monster in it? Someone already. I, I got jump scared on Twitter, so I never did it personally. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, also that I one's did. not helpful, but it is funny. Yeah, people, yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, "Here's a pro tip, guys: shoot the water. You get some free, like you'll get fish or whatever, and then jump scare." You'll yeah. get a fish. I also want to you say, get a I'm fish. technically correct. One of my, one of my deaths. <laughs> Aren't you glad that I wasn't like that? Yeah, I am glad. Dude, you should have been. That would have been one of my funny. deaths in my pro my, in my pro game was that fight. By the way, it was that fight on mm-hmm. the fucking boat? I had to do the whole chapter again. I, it, I just wanted to cry. Oh. I genuinely wanted to cry. Um, but it's hey. a really weird move for them to be like, ah, oh, first boss fight. Not anything close to the mechanics <laughs> you've been dealing with. Here's a boss fish. Fight. Here's a gimmick. I appreciate yeah, it. Was, it was a weird choice, but you know. It was. <laughs> but you know what? I respect it. Uh, anyway, Hunter, it's time for your Iron Lung impressions. Not the not oh, yeah. actual Iron Lung. There's a game called Iron Lung. No, it's the cool. video game that came out. It came out last year. It was a horror game about mm-hmm. going down. Uh, you're, there's like a eldritch moon with a sea of blood, and you're going down in a submarine and exploring. That sounds so it's fun and positive. Ordeal. Yeah, I played it while I was in my flight. So, <laughs> well, that would oh, that would uh, fucking no, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, played it on the plane. Yeah, that it was sounds, that thematically sounds appropriate. It was just the other direction. <laughs> that, that sounds miserable. Like I would genuinely like I'd be hyperventilating. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, indie horror game, retroactively based on a true story. Now, um, very <laughs> um, <laughs> Bazinga, <laughs> dude. What, what a great one that was, you know. Yeah, but anyway, it's a very simple as far as, like, you, you just got the couple, you just, rather than controlling the submarine, like, from a omniscient angle there, you're controlling the guy controlling the submarine, so you're just pushing the buttons on the console. You can't see outside of it unless you take a picture, and it's just got, you get these ten points on the, uh, 
uh map that you got to make your way towards and you got to like look at the coordinates and stuff one funny thing that happened to me while i was doing it was i thought the map was like divvied up into you know how like graphed and whatever they had like uh sometimes it'd be the x y axis and then some with like just the one corner and it'd be like other ones it'd be like divvied up into the quadrants where it's like x y and then negative x negative y and all that i thought the math was the latter when it was really just x and y so i i was sending myself directions that i didn't need to go for the first five minutes because i also didn't read the briefing thing but it's pretty good at building like tension because i could never quite get the the way that you manage to not crash into things as it gives you a little motion sensor thing proximity whatnot and you gotta like adjust your course to not crash into debris or whatever that's there while you go and find your points of interest that you're looking for i think it's really good at building tension that way because it's never like there was never a firm science behind getting past whatever obstacle you were running into sometimes it seemed like i could just adjust a little bit and go slowly between two things if there was one on each side of me and then other times it smashed me and I died and you know sometimes it would be annoying because you the last five minutes of progress but also I knew where I was going yeah took like two minutes to do after that but I just think it's really I think it's just a really cool little it was only like a two-hour game too so like really cool project pretty good at building up the tension and whatnot it has a solid payoff to the <laughs> the longer you're in that little submarine the more things go wrong eventually a fire starts um some of the blood water leaks in towards the end it's real cool maybe don't play it if you're either claustrophobic or afraid of the ocean <laughs> but remember guys those both overall, those sometimes come in pairs as well you know i can't be both yeah or yeah or both but um overall i think it's a neat little horror game only like five bucks and only a couple hours of your time if it's something you'd be interested in hmm. and it is it's on it's on pc and switch so yeah plenty of uh, fun to be had there i guess well fun isn't the word but you know I don't know how you that played it on the play. I don't know. You're so weird. I don't know how you played it on the play. <laughs> I needed something I to do. I'm trapped in. I'm trapped in myself in this he iron vessel. Tetris 99 available to him. I did have Vampire Survivors, but I had already been playing that for like two days, so I wanted to change the pace. Oh, you poor, poor soul. You could have yeah. played Hades. I could have, I guess. Where is yeah. the announcement of I... Hades? Do you? I feel like Hades too. I feel like we. I think. I don't we're think it's going into early. Like it's not going into early access until if it goes in this year, it's like at, they're gonna have it's the game, game shadow awards drop again, trailer. They'll do a game we'll, yeah. shadow drop again, and then yeah. and then we'll be wait rather than you know when I thought that it was coming into early access sometime before December this year, I was like, oh rad, we're gonna get it in twenty twenty four. Now I think it's probably going to be like 2025 really i think but... it's going to be short i think it's going to be a short early access period this time that is possible since i think they it, i think it'll be trying to do if it shadow drops but... this year at the game awards i think you'll get hades 2 by late 2024 i think it'll be like november or december i think it'll be a year in early access oh 
That'd be a great. That'd be my guess. Well, you know, I don't, I don't like saying with a sequel that they've done this before, but they're experienced enough that they probably know what they're trying to do uh, mm -hmm. at this yeah. point. So, and I don't think they would have announced that it was going into early access so far away if they didn't know that they were like, "Hey, we have a plan for this going into it." So, yeah, that'd be my guess. Uh, and then finally on my list of things to wrap up with, uh, yeah. So you can decide what was the worst decision: playing five playthroughs of uh, Resident Evil Four in like the span of four days, or playing through the entirety of the Spider-Man PlayStation story up until this point again. Uh, in the past four days as well. I did that as well. You're a madman. Well, at, least, at least you did it before September. It would have been really silly to do it like less than a as month the game away was from the coming game. out. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you, yeah. So I decided to play the entirety of base Spider Man PS4. I want to say, didn't do side quests because there isn't any important side quests. And I've noticed, and this is one of my things, my criticisms of spider-man ps4 and miles morales in a way in a way i think the side quests and miles morales are better than base ps4 because there's a feeling of like solidarity with harlem and stuff like that with miles morales where it's like okay you're helping the community and these characters kind of show up in the story it makes more sense yeah, yeah i like finding the cat i remember yeah. doing that one that was i fun. did that one side quest in miles morales that's the only one i did was the cat the spider-man cat one um but yeah so it's like I did the main quest. I so I did the main quest of Spider Man based Spider Man PS4. I did all three DLCs of the city that never sleeps. And then I did the entirety of Miles Morales. Uh but based Spider Man PS I my first opinion is Miles Morales is the best one of all of them. That's the best that's the better one of everything. It's more well refined. There's less filler. There's less bullshit enemies in that video game. There's so many bullshit enemies in Spider Man One. It's unreal. There's so much that I'm just like, oh, this is so unfun, especially in the DLCs. Um, my opinion on base Spider-Man PS4 is it's still a very good video game. Uh, I think the story in base Spider-Man PS4 is better than the story in Miles Morales, but also you're talking about a seven hour game versus a 20 hour game. There's obviously going to be some more nuance and development in the main video game. Mm -hmm. Um, but I really like the story that they do in base, uh, the base game. I think it's fun. I think, like I say, there's a lot of filler in it. I don't think it needs to be as long. I'm really hoping with Spider-Man 2 that the quality... They've they've got more of that development done. They had a starter with the map. I know they're expanding it, but they had a starter. They had a starter with the movesets and all that. I'm hoping that they've spent that extra dev time on side quests and more interesting story happening because there's so much non-story yeah. happening in the Spider-Man uh, base game and a bit in Miles where I'm like, I'd love this to be a little bit more refined. Because I remember thinking... Before I did this replay, I'm like, you know, they've used so many of Spider-Man's villains already. It's going to be hard for them to fill Spider-Man 2, let alone Spider-Man 3. And now playing them again, I'm like, hang on, we've done fuck all here. <laughs> I misremembered Yeah, this yeah, I feel like we lot. haven't done that much. They have uh. done, like, yes, they had, like, they had a Sinister Six technically in, base in the original Spider-Man PS4, but they only really focused on two of those the other four were just kind of there in kind of yeah, villain of the week of for that, like vibes so they don't really so, count like so one of them could show up again potentially well, and we, see, we already be... know that uh mr negative is showing up in spider-man 2 in some yeah. way shape or form which i'm happy for because martin lee is probably yeah, the yeah. best thing about that game in terms of uh characters yeah. i love the way and i don't know if kyle knows what the other 
villain of Spider-Man PS4 was. But I love the way they did that villain. I think that villain's great. But I also think Martin Lee was great because I never heard of Mr. Negative and they managed to do this really cool yeah. story with a character I, I never thought he was original of. for a minute. Yeah, to the point where I'm like, hey, I'm. that's why I'm like, I'm happy for Martin to be showing up again because I'm like, okay, this is cool. I like this development here. It's cool. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, well, the like, DLC they fucking They could pick sucks. any of the other villains sucks. too. Yeah. And as long as it's not the rhino, I don't want to see the rhino again. We've seen rhino enough, especially Miles Morales. Although, I want to say, and I don't give Insomniac enough credit, playing these back to back, I didn't realize there were so many references in the rhino fights to what happened in Spider-Man PS4 that went completely over my head. There's, There's a line in Miles Morales where... He says that he basically mocks Rhino. Saying, it's now Rhino. We're on a, now we're on a goose. I can fight him now. No, it's like we're on a. He mentions a goose chase, and I'm like, I when I played Mars Morales, I went over my head. But that's because when he's when Rhino in Spider-Man PS4 is chasing Miles around. At the end, he gets angry and he's like, I hate Chase of Goose. So then Miles is mocking him in Miles Morales later when he's got his electric powers. And I was like, that's funny that they're bringing those references back that I wouldn't have noticed before. Because of course I didn't. Because I never played them back to back. The City That Never Sleeps DLC fucking sucks. It still sucks. It's awful. It's really bad. (laughs) It's just filler. Like here's the I thing. thought that first part was okay, and then the second part made Black me Cat quit. is fantastic. I love Black Cat. I hope she's it's it's rumored that she's in the sequel a bit. I hope she is. She's the best part of that yeah. DLC. I love her. Erica Limbeck is great yeah. in it. Uh and I really so do, good. I really do like that character quite a lot. Um I like I what they do with Yuri and Mary DLC. Jane. Yeah, I like it same. Uh I, I keep seeing tweets about her on Twitter and I'm like, Twitter, you need to stop being Twitter. Like, just stop doing what you're doing. But also, it's just it always makes me laugh. But yeah, I think Yuri's interesting in the DLC as well, which sets up stuff for this game. So needed, yeah. there's needed stuff in the DLC. And I like Silver Sable as well. Her stuff that they elaborate on in the DLC as well. I like her. She's she's an interesting character. The rest of it's garbage. The, ma- the mafia shit, awful. Uh, hammerhead fucking cringe i hope he never shows up ever again ever oh my head is hard i'm good at hitting things yeah and i seem to be more threatening (laughs) than the entirety of the sinister six somehow and i'm like fucking hell no bad uh and then miles morales is great although there's so much there's my problem with miles morales as a game is i think there's some great stuff i also think that um some stuff just kind of feels a bit like we're treading water again if that makes sense where it's like oh miles has to have a personal confrontation and a personal sacrifice because that's what peter had in his life at some point it's like we're doing these back to back but we can't do anything too crazy because it's not spider-man 2 yet Hmm. yeah and i feel like you know i feel like finn is just like there's parts of finn's character which i like there are parts where i don't like the fucking bit at the end where she's like i'm not listening to you you're a liar blah 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 and miles is literally just trying to say don't stick the fucking thing in the reactor. They've rigged it to explode. And it's just like, nah, I'm not listening. I'm like, oh, this is so annoying. And it's not even like, I thought they were younger than they were. Like, I thought this was like, oh, this is just stupid 16-year-olds being stupid 16-year-olds. And it's like, Finn's 18. Miles I'm like, like at this point, you sh- you're yeah. not this stupid yeah. to be like, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> like, this is stupid. It's dumb. Please stop. Um, But it's still but the best one. Good moments, though. Like, Man, the scene where he gets his suit 
Yeah. Good stuff. It's better than yeah, oh. it's better than the Peter one. It's better than the Peter yeah. one. I'll give him that. But I'll also give this. I don't know if it's controversial opinion. I I like I know he's got the same suit in Spider Man too. I wish he'd have a different I wish he had a new suit. Cause I was playing the I was playing the game again. I was like, you know what, this suit's fine. But it's like I don't know why. People love or hate the white spider suit from Spider Man PS4. I personally love the white spider. I really like the white spider. I always have him in the white spider suit. It is the one to distinguish. It is like the design element that distinguishes Insomniac's version of, you know, Peter Parker Spider Man. I never. I didn't play with it. I played with Spider Man Noir because, of course, I did. Of course, you did. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I've never had an attachment to Spider Man suits really. So, like, I really like the white spider. I think it's really cool. Whereas, like Miles is, I wish they kind of did not necessarily a white spider tape but i wish they kind of did more of a miles is much more of a miles like spider-man suit that you'd see it just from looks like comics. a miles morales suit it doesn't have the same kind of stamp i wish it'd have a new yeah i wish it'd have a new nuance to it really i just kind of think i'm like i wish i wish they'd done a new take instead of what they did i also don't like the shiny red i don't like the shiny red there's like it's it's like it it's it's shiny and it just looks cheap and I'm like I wish that it was matte <laughs> like I don't know why I'm just like I wish you know, the suit was more matte but nitpicks but no um my recommendation is don't do what I did don't play the don't play 25 hours of Spider Man in a row again just to get the story you could have watched a YouTube video I was bored but... especially during the DLC part <laughs> oh the DLC is so fucking bad it's so bad it's so it's garbage dude it's re- it's just a bunch of oh, screwballs awful like it's just so bad and before i forgot she came of... back god oh, so bad screwball's the worst i hope venom eats her oh we can only dream we can only dream <laughs> and it's weird because most, most time, dismembering her like it's it's weird you know, the like, venom tendrils get each limb i feel like most like Insomniac, when Insomniac does like commentary or does like witty banter on something, most of the time I feel like it's good. But Screwball just seems to me like a forty-five-year-old saw a Twitch stream and was like, "Hey guys, I can make some satire from this," and it's awful. It's so bad. It's like... Yeah, sometimes people are sometimes people are like, "Hey, let's point out that this thing is annoying by just putting it in the putting it in said piece of media repeatedly." But it genuinely does feel like someone who's never watched a Twitch stream is trying to make fun of Twitch streamers, and it's like, oh, it's so cringe, it's so bad. Um, But yeah, it's I I still like those games a lot. Uh, But man, don't do it, don't do the binge. It's not worth it. It's not worth the binge, guys. It's not worth it. But I did want, like, say I had to get out of the way now because there's no chance in hell. I'm going to play them any sooner than this. Like now I've got like basically two months, just shy of two months, month and a half. I'm like, that's enough time. I can live with that without yeah. playing Spider-Man. So yeah, it's all good. Uh, anyway, on that note. Wow, did you ever find a copy of for nope. 2018 Spider-Man? No? I gave up. I stopped caring. I'm just uh, going to play Spider-Man 2 when it comes out. Red. And when I don't understand something, I'll talk to Ethan. Hell yeah! Well, I have got a, a say. Fresh hey, memory. Ethan, why did who's the screwball and why did they just get dismembered by Venom? If screwballs in that <laughs> game, I'm fucking not playing it. <laughs> I'm like, that's when I'm like, yeah, return it. Bye bye. 
I have my, or like I have skinned my by Craven. That could be cool too. <laughs> like I say, if they bring those kinds of challenges back, I hope they go back to Taskmaster because that's a better idea. I just feel like they didn't want to use Taskmaster. Really like the Taskmasters either, but you know. No, but at least Taskmaster was a bearable character, whereas Screwball. Yeah, yeah, yeah he wasn't the worst. Yeah. But hey, anyway, we're done. Let's let's wrap it up. Uh, our links are on screen right now. You can go and follow us on Twitter to keep up to date with what we do outside of the podcast. There they are. Now they're there. Um, but um, it's the last time you get to do your little flicky flick for a couple of weeks, Hunter. I'm sorry. Um, you can still um, do it. I'll allow it. I'll, I'll do them like. Well, you're just going to say I'll link Tron screen right now when they're not? Like, just be a fraud? I'll hey, just do it compulsively do it? at the end of the spiel anyway. Yeah. Like, while he's wrapping it up, I'll just be like, whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, you need yeah. to send me a copy of the script. <laughs> there is no script. I haven't said it in a while. It's because I haven't. <laughs> I, to be fair, I found the old. I finally found the old files for the old spiel, so I could recreate it again. I could do it again. Maybe we will. Maybe when I'm back, that's something to worry about later. But yes, uh, I'm going away for a couple of weeks, uh, starting next week. So uh, Kyle has been kind enough to uh, sort his setup out so that he can host this thing for a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. So it'll be fun. I will be popping in and out. I will be here at least once. But uh, be good, be, be well behaved while I'm away. Yeah, I'm only. Well I don't. I don't know who I'm talking Always. to. I don't know if I'm talking to you two or if I'm talking to the audience. But both of all of you, behave. <laughs> all of you, Ethan's watching. It'll be great because yeah, if I'm not in any of them, that means like for the first time ever. Uh, well, other than that one episode, He's I'll actually be able to listen to the yeah podcast. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I'll be away for a while. Cal's sorting that out. We've like we've we've got plenty of stuff. See of stars next week, following week, Starfield, uh, and week after Baldur's is Gate. Something. Week after that is Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat would be the week after that. Yeah, I Mortal Kombat. Damn. Then the week too. after that, Ethan's back. Sadness begins once again. Um, but hey, it'll be fun. Like I said, there's gonna be probably around. be some intermittent spooky games because we're getting to that part of the year. It is getting to, spooky and that's what I'm gonna be doing. Yeah. But yeah, um, the best we'll time of the year. The best time of the year. Anyway, that's all for this week. Uh, this feels weird, but yeah, it wasn't something we we're done. Uh, passing it off to Cam. I don't like it. Uh, I'm a control freak. I hate it. Anyway, that's it. I'm done. I know. Uh-huh. You'll just have to suck it up for three weeks. Suck it up forever. Just never show back up. Just like disappear into the shadows. No, I'll be back soon. You're like, damn, we're getting so many more numbers now that Ethan's not on the show. I won't be surprised. I'll take it 100% personally. <laughs> it won't be that new games coming out. Nah, not that. It's the fact that Ethan's not here. Anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't worry. You've still got the highest review by a country mile. Yeah, for now. Anyway. That's it for this week. We'll be back. Dude, next nothing's week. topping that. Yeah, well, we don't will say see. for now. Nothing's we will. topping. I believe. 16K. I believe. Not I for believe. a couple of years. Yeah, you're a fucking. You both are cowards. I believe. Anyway, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. I might not, but these two will. Uh, but until then, uh, have an awesome week, and yeah, see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.